Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is A Lot To Learn with Austin Rogers. For the guy who knows everything, he's still got a lot to learn. Without further ado, here's Austin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. I have no idea at what time it is because you are watching a podcast. And people watch podcasts whenever they might watch. They don't even watch. They listen to They don't to watch. They and, don't watch. And that right there was the dulcet tones of one Laurent Cortinas. Laurent Coctin from New York. From New York. From El Barrio. El Barrio, si. Sí. Bueno. Which is Spanish for the neighborhood and my neighborhood where I right, live. Right, right. Which is weird, Which by is the way. weird. You grew up blocks away yes. from where I currently live. You live where they kill dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I live, uh, I live uh, two blocks up from the... Uh, <laughs> no, I live a block up and a block over from where they kill dogs. <laughs> There's a kill shelter. We have already digressed immeasurably. It's okay. But today, it's Laurent okay. is known as the crap pundit. Yes. And he crap is... Crap football. Crap football pundit. That's right. Because I pretend to know about European soccer. And, I actually don't pretend. And today, <laughs> we are going to talk about specifically the Premier League, secondarily, European soccer, or football, as we call it. Yeah, I had, uh, soccer's tough. Soccer's tough. Even it's though tough. that's where the word comes from. I know, it's association football. football. It's I, I can do the whole yeah, thing if you want to go down that path. I well, can maybe, do it. maybe we will. But okay. What we're going to talk about today is, you know, it's at least in the United States, I mean, is the world's most popular sport. But in the United States, it's sort of a growth market. NBC has pop, tried to, to popularize mm-hmm. the Premiership or the Premier League or the English Premier League or the Barclays Premier League or the EPL or the BPL. Whoever's paying the money. Whoever's paying the money. We'll change the fucking it name. changes the name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Laurent, I am a casual watcher. Laurent is a little bit more hardcore. A little bit more hardcore. And so we're going to tell you today on how to get into what I think think is not called the beautiful game by a nickname it really is yeah a beautiful game yeah when done right yeah i and a I lot think, of, but I, a lot I, of times it's done wrong i gotta say just to start i was just thinking about this earlier so i'm a manchester city fan Boo. which means i support the uae's wealth fund which is fine <laughs> don't ask it's just a whole nother story now i can defend that but that's whatever i don't think i've missed a city game some part of it in at least five years which is difficult to do in the united states because we've got, we've got we've got massive time differences yes and you are on the west coast so it's even worse right so i have awoken awaken awoken awoken i'm woken yeah I have woken the Kraken at 4.30 in the morning to watch soccer. To watch a match. Easy. No problem. I mean, I, one time I was, in, I was in Singapore during the World Cup. Nice. And I was watching the England-Colombia match. That was the best game. It so much was. <laughs> but I was watching at 4.15 a.m. in a hotel lobby bar that only opened specifically for the match. And everyone in there, it being Singapore... We're Brits. So and then, I have to say something about that game. And then Hamez scored, and I lost my shit. I, that was a crying game. It was a crying game. It's one of those games where I, I, got, I got, I had a moment. I, 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 when, I, when I started cheering for Colombia, because they scored in, it was like the 80th Yerimina minute. Yerimina on a header on a cross, because like England were going to see it out. Exactly. It was like the 80th minute. Yeah, John Stones missed, that, and missed I, the block. And I was like, yes! And all the Brits... Why would you not root for England? Because, fuck the British. Seriously, why would you root for England? Because my league is in Britain. I my know. My players, Raheem Sterling, okay, okay. John Stones, okay, 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 Rock, okay. Kyle Walker, these are my guys. Now, see, I'm an Arsenal guy, and we... They have no English players. <laughs> well, and when we do, they're... they're Ospina was your keeper. 
Uh, yes, but while while when we do have uh, when Arsenal does have English players, they're either the great white wonder or oh, the Jackie Wilshire. Jack Wilshire, great, super, yep, super Jack, super. <laughs> Super Jack, super, super Jack, Soupy Jack of Wilshire. All our Theo Walcott, oh, who, who, Theo. Theo, who has, who has enough, enough gas in the tank to look brilliant for 13 minutes. And they're he like, and then nothing. Shit. <laughs> he is shit. He's the shit Raheem Sterling. Okay. <laughs> well, we are boring everyone with that, specifics that's, that's okay. right okay, now. Let's carry on. But let's, let's, let's talk to the casual. Hey. You know what? Okay, we're going to play the stereotypical American. How can you be into something where they only score twice? Okay. Because the the fact that they only score twice creates a level of tension that American sports don't have. Baseball has it a little bit. Baseball has it. You've got that little tension. You're waiting. There's a lot of waiting around. There's a lot of waiting around. Basketball has it at the end of a game they're going up and down maybe there's a three that goes in and they have that moment what do you call it a dagger yes in the nfl you've got it because the clock is running down and you're down by three soccer has it all the time yes it's the whole, constant the whole three quarters not three quarters the whole seven eighths yeah of an nfl game yeah and the whole 15 sixteenths yeah. of an NBA game right. are, you know, you're going through the motions, going right. through the motions, going through the motions, going through the motions, and then it's a 37-39 game, what happens? Or it's a 101-106 game, what happens? Right, right. Soccer so, uh, Perfect is, example. Perfect example. On last Thursday, Liverpool played City. This was a must-win game. If City lost, they were done. It was a 2-1 game. It was... Literally the most intense game I've ever watched, aside from another game that we can talk about later. I didn't breathe. That's how intense it can get. You, you're just waiting. You, you know, the ball comes around. There's a cross. Because as much as there isn't scoring, Austin knows this, the skill level is so high. If a guy just falls down, misses a pass, we don't appreciate how much they're doing in this giant pitch a slight mistake, the guy's in on goal. Now, once he's in on goal, is he going to score or is he not going to score? I don't know. Right. That's up to him. Right. Or, or up to sometimes the hands of God, sometimes him himself. Right. Uh, or ladies. I'll watch the Women's oh, World Cup. is oh, incredible. Oh, my God. I'm ready. I, this I, summer, oh yeah. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I'm going. Oh, I've, 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 I've loved the last like, so three good. or four Women's World Cups. Megan Rapino, uh, shout out. You hot oh, lesbian oh, I'm team, special lady. I'm team Alex Morgan, 100%. What? Yeah. Um. But by the way, she's also a brilliant player. They're both good. Um, but so, uh, so, so I, when I watch, you know, I will watch. You watch it in advance. You watch it. You watch it like Minority Report's pre-crime unit, exactly. Because you're watching the ball. No, you don't watch the ball. You watch the you, run. You watch those three guys on the wing right. split two defenders, yes. and then you scream at high holy heaven and pull out your hair. When that midfielder did not give it to the guy that split them. Exactly. It's all it's all there. Everything is there. You those moments when you you pick it up, it, it doesn't you have to remember it doesn't have timeouts. You have waves and waves of pressure. Your team is is holding on to a one goal lead for a half an hour, or you're a small team taking on a big team, small team being a poor team that doesn't have money versus an international team of Ronaldo and Messi. And that team falls farther and further back, and they're just holding off wave and wave of attack. What creative moment can happen? So that's where the tension comes, and the tension is the release in that one goal. Or you're gassed at the 38th minute because you've been going full bore. So what looks like a team is letting off the gas... Is letting off the gas. They're literally resting. They're on literally the pitch. resting on the pitch by sure. taking it at a half pace, taking it a little sure. slow, Slowing and you're like, "Oh, what are they doing? They're just passing back and forth." Oh, but trust me, that guy on the right wing has it in reserve, and yeah. they're just waiting for him to get open and exploding out of it. Yeah, so that's where the sort of the beauty part comes in, and I know Americans. That what are the complaints? Uh, not enough goals. Well, not we discussed goals. that. The tension is right there. Yep. If you just pay attention a little bit, and I think even if you think about watching American team games, you know you have the Donovan, Donovan game in 2010 against Ghana against Algeria, 
What's the moment? The moment is they're behind, they're behind, they're behind. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. There's, there's the pass. Oh, my God, there's Donovan running. Oh, my God, he's got the ball. He's running across. You lift up. You feel it. I can feel it right now. My, the hair on my legs is standing up. Yeah. Just talking about that. There's Donovan. There's the goal. I was at in Sue Bedlam. Right? I, I was at Hibernia watching that Hibernia right. on Fiftieth and Ninth Avenue. I right. remember that exactly. Right. It, so those moments are indelible. They freeze in your head. No sports don't. No other sports don't have that. You know. You know. We, okay. We we have we have moments now and again. The Tyree helmet catch. Right. Um, let's see. But they still oh, had to score a uh, touchdown. Andy Chavez's snow cone, Rob of the Cardinals. They still lost. And they still lost. It's it's more Boone home run 2004. Bo- Boone home run, yeah. Then okay, home run. That's great. So if you're not... Gibson home run. That yeah, happens. Kirk Gibson yeah. pumping the fist around yeah. the bases. So, you know, when you're, when you're we're rocking down the the final minutes of a timed sport like basketball or, or oh, my God. Uh, you know what? Extra extra time hockey, hockey in the thing. playoffs. That has Play it. Play until you drop. Right. Play until you drop. Has it. And then these guys are dropping for 45 minutes straight. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's one of the other things I don't get, particularly from American football NFL fans who are like, nothing happens. So boring. I'm like, you know the ball in football is only in motion for about 11 minutes through those three and a half hours? Mm. Meanwhile... When I had my season tickets to the first inaugural season of NYCFC, Fantastic. people would be like, what are you doing this afternoon? I'd be like, oh, I'm going to the soccer match. And they're like, oh, I won't see you. I'm like, no, you'll see me at exactly <laughs> 4.15 because I'm going in for 45 minutes. I'm getting another beer for half an hour, and then I'm walking out 45 minutes later every single time. It's fantastic. And it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. So, so, anyway. so we, okay, we've debunked these. It doesn't score enough. It scores just enough, and it's so exciting. But it, it gives you the release. The not scoring is actually why it's popular because yes. – it, there is a, it, it has an orgasmic quality. A couple of weeks release. ago, a yes. couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to a Formula One expert, and I said overtaking doesn't happen in Formula One. And he goes, "I know, but when it does, yeah. someone's been setting up that pass for eleven laps, right. and finally they made the move, and everyone goes <sighs> nuts." And that's sorry. We we debunked that. The nothing happens. We debunked something's always happening. Everyone's always in motion. If they're jogging at half pace, they're doing it for a purpose to either explode or because they're on their back foot because they're getting beaten by the better team. Right. right? Um. It 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 doesn't take too long. It's actually the shortest sport there is out there. Can you think of anything shorter? Darts. No. Darts. <laughs> no. No. It's perfect. Anyway, there's a reason why people watch it for a reason. So. We've we've got that. So I've got you, American football guy. First of all, your sport is a plantation sport owned by rich white men, by southern black boys who have to play this game, and they go to college <laughs> and they play for no money. So there's a little bit. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like it. So let's not even talk about yeah. that sport. I throw. I'm throwing bombs. You are throwing bombs. You are I don't care. Bombs. We're nope. gonna get. We're gonna get a rating. People will get mad. NFL, it's a terrible sport. They don't take care of people. It's fascist. By the way, this is why I love I love how I love how everyone's like, NFL's democracy in action. It's American. I'm like, no, no. It's, it's literally socialist. The rich teams give the poor teams money to survive. Right. It's literal socialism. Well, we don't have to that's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. On 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 sport business today, we yeah. can talk about that. One. Well, let's go on to okay. So we've debunked all the reasons that it's not exciting because it is exciting. You just need some patience to watch it. But for those of you who just listened and they're like, "Oh, maybe I'll give it a shot." Well, let's go into the origin stories. How does one start to give it a shot? So, so my my origin story comes mostly from music. So, I'm a New York kid. I grew up in Harlem. Hip hop is is in my blood. Public Enemy comes out and they say white people go away. I go away. That's fine. So what do I do? I try and find working class music from somewhere. I find English music that becomes punk. That punk stuff leads me to the Smiths and Morrissey, New Order, blah blah blah. I get very into it. I deep dive. I find out all my favorite bands come from one city, and that's Manchester. Manchester, the People from Liverpool will fight, but it's the heart of football, right? Manchester United, blah, blah, blah. So that's lying dormant. It's there. Manchester, it's there. Uh, 
our friend Fred Sarasso, the, the, the debonair Mr. Fred Sarasso, has, a, has an event, Soccer Hooligan Day. It's on year 16, 17. We go, we put on soccer shirts, we pretend to be hard men. Half of us don't know what the hell's going on. And the other half are accountants. Right. So, <laughs> so we do that, and now we're getting old, and it's pretty sad. But that sort of linkage of, hey, we like this cultural piece. We like the cultural piece of soccer. So uh, both Fred and I had shared books. We read a book called Among the Thugs, which was about, which is by Bill Buford. It's about uh, soccer hooligans and the culture of how it happens. And it later, it later became the Elijah Wood movie amongst <laughs> uh, Green Street hooligans, right? Uh, it did not. It, it never not. got made into a book, oh. but it, movie. It, it sort of is one of these pillars and posts of like, oh, soccer, soccer, soccer. Right. I had gone to England as a young person. I watched the Euro 96. I watched England. I saw the guys goal. And I didn't get to go to a match, but these imprints are being put on me. I'm trying to be weird. I'm trying to be different. Soccer is a little weird. I follow soccer. I love baseball, but soccer is always dormant. So moving along, moving along, 2006 World Cup is one of these moments. Zidane, headbutt, penalties against Italy. The game ends. Fine. I never wanted to punch an Italian person in the face <laughs> more than at the end of that game. So I'm at Floyd's on, on, in, in Brooklyn, yep, yep. and the game ends, and I'm angry, and my hair's standing. I'm like, these fucking Italian scumbags. I can't believe they fucking did this. They fucking, I'm so mad. They're cheating, throwing themselves on the ground. By the way, for, for your information, Laurent is half French. So right, so, he, so I has, support France. He does, he does, have, he does have some cultural... So I cultural. do support France. So, so I'm in Floyd. The game ends. I, I feel that feeling, the feeling, these feelings. What the, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I want to kill someone? Because they fucking cheated, <laughs> scumbag, Italian Mazzari, whatever the fuck his name was. Matarazzi. Matarazzi, right. He, to- he called Zidane's sister a whore. Whatever. It yes. doesn't matter. So those are these moments that happens. So, so, so at that point, it's like, okay, there's teams winning. There's, there's City. There's this. I had, I had had a Cantonade jersey from United. He was French. I just got one. It got ruined. So I, I didn't become a United fan. I was like, I like the Yankees. Things are moving along. Soccer comes on. My team is growing. And then I decide to pick an allegiance. And how do I get to the allegiance? My favorite band at the time was Oasis. On the cover of Definitely Maybe, there's a picture of Colin Bell. Colin Bell is the most famous player for Man City from the 60s. Okay. So they like City. Fine. There's pictures of Noel Gallagher and, and, and Liam Gallagher wearing their brother touch thing. There's a famous concert they did at Main Road. What the fuck is Main Road? Main Road's where City plays. So there's that happening. There's that happening. Then I find out the guitarist from the Smith, Johnny Marr, my favorite band, he had a trial with City as a winger when he was a kid. I was like, oh, Johnny Marr. Okay. <laughs> okay. So City. So City. Fine. Greatest thing ever. Okay. So there's City. I've put my flag in the ground. City. That's great. Put it on ESPN. This week, Manchester United is playing Arsenal. This week, Arsenal is playing West Ham. This week, Manchester United is playing Newcastle. I can never see my team because ESPN has it and they only show Manchester United, United Arsenal. And Chelsea. Maybe. Barely Chelsea at that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Barely. It's before the It's basically Abramovich. United because they play it once a week and that's the only game you see. Yeah. So I have this allegiance. I can't watch my team. In comes uh, Sheikh Mansour in his blessing. He's the Qatari wealth fund who bought Manchester City from the ends of the ashes. And they start buying players, and they start buying players. And one player catches my eye. His name is Mario Balotelli. Balotelli. He is a black African Italian. Yep. That brings me more joy than I've ever thought of in my whole life. Because the irony of, I think of all the guys in Bay Ridge, (laughs) and there's this guy who's adopted, and he's going to hug his mother in the stands, and here he is, Baratelli, and he's got swagger, and he's got swag. And I'm like, oh, my God, City, what's happening? What's happening? They're starting to win games. They're top of the league. They're top of the league. They're top of the league. They're moving. Things happen. Duh. They beat United 6-1. What the fuck? He pulls off his shirt. Yep. Baratelli. Yep. He's got a shirt underneath that yep. says, why always me? He's throwing firecrackers at people. He's changing my life. I'm like, this is the coolest person I've ever seen. He's a black guy. He's got a mohawk. He talks shit. He, sh- he, he takes goals off his shoulder on purpose. He's cool <laughs> as fuck. So I'm following City. It's 2011. I'm at a vacation home. My, my wife's brother had a house. It's the last day of the season. City bottled it. They blew it. 
They're down two goals to QPR. There's three minutes to go. It's a split screen. United's won the league already. The greatest team ever. They have been winning, 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 winning. They have a billion championships. I'm not going to give the analogy. They're like blah of blah. They're United. People are like that. You already know. Right? So, Q, the Aguero goal. The greatest moment. You could look it up. Just go on YouTube. Search the Aguero goal. I burst out of my skin, running around the house. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. And that's it. It's over. I'm watching soccer forever from now on, ever. City won the league on the last kick in the last second of the last game. Down two with three minutes to go. Incredible. If that Incredible. isn't drama, the, I don't know what I, is. I'm talking about it, and I feel, I feel it again. I feel the feelings again. I can do that. You talk about the moments, you feel the feelings again. And that is where the football comes from. And that is why you hold on to it. And that's why you buy a shirt. And that's why when I was working at Topps uh, baseball, co- baseball company, when we got the, pro- the contract for the Premier League, I walked into the office with my, city- my Yaya Turi shirt on. I'm like, I'm running this. And I did. <laughs> and I watched every game for two years. Every game that was on for two years. To the point that I ended up in the hospital with anxiety because I had not been sleeping. I was, wa- <laughs> I was waking up seven in the morning every day, to, uh, every Saturday to work and go crazy for this app that was crashing all the time. And that's how you become a football fan. And part of that was that NBC got the tra- contract from ESPN and they showed every game. And NBC, in those first couple of years that NBC Sports had Every it, game. Every game. Every if it game. wasn't on NBCSN, it was on NBC Deportes or Or CNBC if you had cable, or you MSNBC. could just put it on the background. Yep. You could watch every, every game. So the game. stories of like, oh, I can't watch City like I had in the past. I could watch City. Every game. I could see them lose to Wigan. I could see them lose to... Hull City and fucking George Boyd and his ratty ass hair. There's people now, I have, the, I have both sides. I've got the hate and I've got the joy. And I'm starting to fall in love with other teams, but secretly. There's moments. There's, there's, there's the Gerard slip. There's Luis Suarez scoring goals. And then as I'm starting to do this work that I do for another app, I go deep because I can't do it any other way. I start, it's not just the football. It's culture. It's clothing. It's music. It's history of tactics. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what's happening. I read a book called Inverting the Pyramid, uh, a book about tactics. I read The Ball is Round, which is a history of all football, all tactics across all, all continents. So it goes through every single continent and important teams. You learn about Ghana. Oh, they have history. Oh, you learn about tactical things. That's all feeding in. And I start to know what I need to know. The game starts to be, under, I understand what's happening. I know what's happening. I have my own history. You learned players. a language. You learned a you language. You learned a new language. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's, that's a little immersive for most because like now culturally we have learned the language because, you know, when you're four years old, Pops takes you out with the old glove. I did it on my own. Yeah. Pops takes you out with the old glove and you Which go, you want to play some, you want to play some catch. I always do it on my own. Right. So, so sad. <laughs> so sad. Um, I'm on meds. But that's... <laughs> This one's taking that's, a, that's a different this show. One, this one's taking a turn. <laughs> um, but no, I like what you said there. Uh, Mario Balotelli is electrified you. Uh, absolutely. So you got to find if you're looking for something, I'm not going to spouse the merits or demerits of any particular club or player. But if you're watching, you're flipping through channels and you don't have an allegiance. Don't go in with a preconceived notion and find that one player and be find like... Find a thread. You know what? A, I, a through line. I really like that guy. That he guy. looks cool and he scored that awesome goal. And after that was done, I found out he's dating a Slovakian supermodel. That guy is super cool. Right. Which, and, by the way, by the way, if you're a casual watcher of soccer... That happens. And, and, you, want, <laughs> and you want the missus to get in on it, uh, you want... You want some gossip? You want some gossip? Wags. Yeah, wags. Wags. What wives are, what and are, girlfriends. Wags are wives, wives and girlfriends. Wives and girlfriends. Wives and girlfriends. So, Sometimes both. <laughs> right. So, the, so one of the things I think about is, is you know, we've, we're in this moment in sport where the NBA is sort of ascendant. If, I don't know how people are into sports because you can see the players' faces. They're on the court. They wear clothes. They have their Instagram. They have the whole thing. Soccer has had that the whole time. 
The personalities are there. They're on the pitch. The players are so isolated on their own within the group, they have personality in and of themselves. So you can see a guy that you like and go, oh, I really like he has swag. The swag comes off the pitch. So it has those personalities, if we're, if we're curious about that. And, and, and by the way, it always has. You know, there mm. is Maradona and Georgie Best yeah. and all these legends of the past, you know, basically televised soccer, yeah. Pele. Yeah, Pele's the first legend, you yeah. know, and he he jumped off the screen. What was that? The nineteen seventy World Cup in color. Well, that's whatever. That's what changes. That's everything. what changed everything. Mm-hmm. Color. There was that one. What was it? Nineteen fifty-eight against 19, Sweden. Yeah, against Sweden, where he just manhandled the right. team. He's like sixteen years older. Yeah. Um, so that is a good port of entry, so to speak, onto getting into but, the... But the thing that I, I... shouldn't People shouldn't be intimidated by the time or the history. You know, like baseball lives on its history. Soccer, it has it, but it's all about moments and individual players. So, you know, I watch a lot of coverage. I read a lot of books. You don't even get to... He- the, it has the same amount of legends as, as a sport you might know, as, as the catch with Joe Montana, as the Bucky Dent home run. There's only a few moments because we take for granted that that we just assume everything's been on there's literally no footage of any games there's very little right so right the reason why certain players are famous is because of the world cup and the the reason they're famous is for the same re- is for because someone watched it and all those little pieces of footage you can watch you just watch it. oh you want to know about maradona he has two goals that are famous in 1984 that's it yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. Soccer is in the now. Yeah, you can just go get it right like, away. Like, you know, for a little bit of context, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but is City is the Mets to the United's Yankees. Yeah, right. So City, my team that I like, essentially spends. It has good history. I mean, it won in the '60s a couple times, but it is the the second rate team to the bigger United who's who, who had all the money, all the glamor, all the players had, you know, famous teams in the sixties had fam- George best, like you said, yep. but city was right neck and neck with city in the sixties, but basically spends the premier league era, which is another story being relegated, which means going down. So if you don't know about this, European soccer is way more capitalist than American sports. Like, if you lose, you disappear. Like, it would be like Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay... You go to AAA Scranton. Right, you're done. So there's no minor leagues. You just just disappear. But my team had gone down. They had been in 1999 uh, in League Two. So they were two levels down. And those players become legends, too. So there are players that are not even, you know, guys that couldn't play now that are legends. Paul Dickoff. Is a legend and for my club right? because because these, he scored a goal in a moment and also the stalwarts of the club have been watching through thick and thin, right? Going up and going down the table, mm-hmm. so they while the newcomers to this club remember only these modern successes. I would be called a plastic fan to someone from England. right, right. I've never been to the Etihad, which is where they play, and I just so follow it, it would to to use Laurent's uh, analogy. It would be if you know the Buccaneers came in last in the season, they would get bumped down and have to play against Central Texas Tech or something right, like right, that. Right, right, or, or whatever. <clears throat> but they'd was. still be but called I, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think one of the things that that we have to keep in mind is, 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 is the notion of like coals and diamonds, right? In England, which is the size of New York State in era, it's this little tiny triangle in the middle of the ocean, there are 92 professional teams plus every club team. So you have this compression of professional sport where if you love your team, you not only go to the local game, you get on a train and you go to the next town over and you get on a train and you go to the next town over and you follow your team. The hardcore fans is usually about three or 4,000. They go to every game around the country. They follow them. It would be as though... All of baseball was in New York State, and we played in, in Queens, and we took the train and went to Albany, Rochester, Buffalo. We just went. And those bonds caused, create that super tension. They were like, everything that happens with this club is important to me. And I've half got that because I've watched every game, and I've had the, the sad George Boyd goals 
don't ask. This is a weird random guy that is fucking <laughs> seared in my brain, and I fucking hate him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it like it, uh, I, 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 I'm sort of hesitating to keep going back. No, no, we to don't the, have to do no, that. no, no, to the American sport analogies. It's hard but, not to. But it, well, I want to speak to the predominance of who's listening right now, and like, yeah, it would be like, okay, occasionally I'll go up and watch the Yankees at uh, Fenway. Occasionally I'll go down and watch the Yankees at Camden Yards. But there's no way in hell, unless I'm out here, we're on the West Coast right now. We're in La Jolla. Uh, unless I'm on the West Coast, there's no way in hell I'm going to see the Yankees. Yankees play the Angels, but no, you, can't. you can go from Portsmouth to London to Newcastle to Birmingham to the Cotswolds to Sheffield and follow that club to all of those places yeah. for the price of a bus ticket or follow. I mean, it's very, whatever the case, it doesn't yeah. matter, but yeah. that's, that's where you get the culture. So that passion, that whole subculture, that that's what appealed to me too. It's not the games are only ninety minutes a month, a week. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maybe there's two games. All the other time, what are you doing? You're you, you're finding the sinews. You're reading books. You're grabbing at straws, at anything, at stories, at anything. So that's pulling me in. If like if you want to become the a new Premier Premier League fan, one, I'll have you the list. One, drinking in the morning. That's nice. <laughs> so one of the things you can do, you pick a team. You look online, Arsenal bar, insert town you like. There will be a bar that is open at 7 a.m. when you can drink and get with other people who are into your thing. So they, we're, as Americans, we're trying to create those communities that we pretend to see. So those sinews have reached us, and we're grabbing onto them. So in San Diego, here where we are, in La Jolla, there is a city bar, and it's by my house. It's called the Bluefoot. And there's five people that are there, and I can go anytime and go have moments with them. And you, you team scores a goal, you give them a hug and a kiss. Okay, <laughs> it happens. So there's that. And then there's the cultural side, something new. Like we know about American sports culture, we get it. It kind of has like a, you know, the captain, the football team, the, 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 all the history is there. How about you could open it up and all of a sudden something completely new? What happens to your brain when you're learning something new? You're, everything expands. You're like, what, what the fuck? Why is my team playing in Europe? Why is this other thing? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why is there an FA Cup? Why is there this? So you start to open up and things just open up. It's just fantastic. It's I mean, it changed my brain. That, I, that took several years. <laughs> uh, my origin story is really quick. I had a college roommate who had um, a 1998 yellow JVC era <laughs> Arsenal third jersey. That you still wear. No, no, that one. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> so uh, he had that. And I go, that's a really cool sports jersey of some sort. What is it? And he goes, that's Arsenal. I go, well, what's Arsenal? And he goes, uh, English soccer team. And he goes, and you're a fan of it now. <laughs> But didn't didn't Mr. Mr. Darcy was an obsessive United fan? Who? Your friend. No, no, that's recent. Oh, that's recent. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's recent. Oh, okay. Um, or more recent than 1998. <laughs> right, right. Because that was 1998. He had this jersey, and I go, that's really cool. He goes, you're an Arsenal fan now. I go, what's that? And now this is, uh, this is 1998. So uh, there is a, uh, a, a, a classmate of mine who's... Parents would VHS tape 
VHS tape all the matches for like three weeks' time. Nice. And then send them over to us in a care package, and we would sit in this terrible, terrible rundown apartment behind O'Gara's in St. Paul, Minnesota, <laughs> and we would sit there during J term. J term was nice. January term. It was an optional term nice. where you only took one class that took place one day of a week. Typically, you did not go to that class. So you spent through four to five weeks in St. Paul, Minnesota, in January, indoors. You know, our... our, our or uh, one of our old friends who who used to run a bar uh, used to tell me the story or buy the tapes. They used to go around the bars at night and a guy from Ireland would come around and bring around the tapes, usually of Match of the Day, which is this long 25-year, uh, sorry, 40-year running show that's basically a highlight show. It's like the Chris Berman show of the NFL. Yeah. But it's an hour and a half and they, they just go and bring it. It's this institution in England. And, and so David... Salmon, I believe his last name. David Salmon was from somewhere in England, and his mother would graciously tape 30 to 40 matches on the long play VHS. Remember the ones where the quality was really crappy? Yes. And we would sit in the bunker of this terrible apartment with case upon case upon case of Bush Light Returnable. It was probably match of the day, to be honest. No. Those games weren't televised. Well, the ones that they could get televised, we watched full matches, and I'm sure match of the day was in on it, too. And we were on a three to four to five week lag time, (laughs) so we did not... there's, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Because there was no coverage. And it was in it was in a chronological order. Yeah, so we could fine. start following our own narratives and picking our own clubs. And sure enough, of this group of like, most of these guys were actually on our on our college soccer team. I was not. I played ultimate frisbee. I was not popular. Um, I, have a, I have a story about soccer playing to tell you. And, it's funny. And eventually, I'm just like, this is this is my guy. This is, these, these are my guys. The Arsenal. And... Uh, 1998 was a pretty good year for them. They were good. And so I thought I got in on the top floor. Turns you got out, out in at the very top. Turns in. 2004. Turns in. I got in, yes, yeah. the very, very topmost floor. <laughs> and it's been a pretty miserable decade and a half since. They've been good. They've been good. But not when, when I started. Like when I was a kid, See. I was born in 1978. I graduated high school in 1996. Guess what happened in 1978? Guess what happened in 1976? Not, sorry. Guess what happened in 1978, guess what happened in 1996? Guess what didn't happen in those intervening years that was my youth? Arsenal winning something? Well, someone else did not win a thing. I don't know. The New York Yankees. Ah, yes. My entire childhood was New York. No winning. Yeah, New yeah, York yeah. Yankee, no winning. So <laughs> when the Yankees start winning, I'm like, this is amazing. Winning's and, fun. And then it's 1998. <laughs> what happens in 1998? Arsenal win the league. No. Well, what happens to the Yankees in 1998? Oh, they, they're the best so team ever. They're the best team ever. So now I've got this correlation. I'm like, this is what sports should be like. Oh, it's great. It's the best it, when it your is, team wins all the it time. It is great. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend my recommendation for picking your new club is pick city. No, no, <laughs> they don't lose. No, for picking your new club is. By the way, the rules are firm and fast. <laughs> Once you pick, the sorting hat takes you. The sorting hat takes you. You are Hufflepuff for life. Yeah. You know, Gryffindor. You are Gryffindor. You can have an MLS team. You, you can, can have, have a, a mainland Europe team. Yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just can't. Pick another British team. No, you're, you're, no. You're although in there. although you can have you can have flings, you can have flings if you want to go to the championship and Port- watch Leeds, Portsmouth. I'm you a, can watch you Portsmouth. can watch Portsmouth. I'm a but if they come up because there's relegation and promotion, you then have to you have to pick. Hey, I'm a Yankees fan, but my mom's from Queens. I wish the Mets the best. Yeah, and I love going to Mets games. And if the Mets win, I'm like, let's go Mets. Yeah, but if yeah. they play the Yankees, fuck you, Mets. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you got to pick your team. And you got to stick with it. Yes. And then Laurent gave you a whole bunch of avenues into picking your team. It could be the style of their play. It could a be guy. an individual player. It could be, you know what? Honestly, I picked I picked like a child picks a racehorse. Yeah. Look at the pretty yellow one. Yeah. I go, that's a pretty yellow shirt. By the way, I did not even know that Arsenal's primary colors are red and white. I'm just like, that's really cool. Why would a team wear yellow? I've never seen that before. And then someone explained to me the concept of the third kit. You well, know? You know... People are red or blues. There's only two. Yes. And the people who are stripes are weird. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. People who wear stripes are weird. It's um, red or blue. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a blue. Well, like then, then Crystal Palace is just schizophrenic. They have problems. <laughs> they have problems. They're striped red and blue. Oh, also, and then there is a. Um, there's so much. It's there, great. It's well, this door that opens. There's, we can talk there, about there's anything a, forever. There's definitely a strong claret and blue subset <laughs> culture because they they've got their there's this there's a little there's this little huddle who does the clarets and blues, which you know, by the way came from bets amongst them. There's no. There's some other stupid reason. It's like it was the cheapest dye. No, really? Something ridiculous. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was like one was a junior club and went and visited the other one and they're like, We're gonna oh, wear gonna your mix. color. Well, no, yeah. we're gonna wear your colors in in homage to you, you know, or something. I don't well know. that does happen. Yeah. Teams do they're they're in their origin stories, they may pick a team's colors out of out of respect. Like I think like Juventus wears black and white because somebody liked Newcastle. Back in the day, like that sounds, 150 years right, ago. Right, 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 exactly. So, there's, a, there's so much stuff. I mean, I, I, we could go on about origin stories and where it comes from, but the key thing is get involved, get connected, have a moment, have a moment, because the moments are everything. When your team wins, because it's a weird sport, not that many teams win. And your team, like I, I think about my friend Tony, who's a, a West Ham fan. They beat Arsenal this week. Right, that's a big fucking deal. This is a team that never wins. So your team has moments. You fall in love with an individual player. Right now, West Ham's got uh, Marko Arnautovic, this crazy Serbo Austrian guy who's got swag. He kicks people. He spits. He gets mad. He touches his badge on his shirt. He's like he kisses his shirt. You get moments. A guy to love. It's very. It's got these things that get into you, and you're like, holy shit, what's, what am I feeling? What am I, what's happening to me? That's one of the things I've told my wife many times. What is happening to me? So <laughs> I've got a what is happening to me moment. Yeah. Now, obviously, I've been pretty busy the past couple <laughs> years, yes. and it's very hard for me to watch my beloved Arsenal. Um, but up until like two years ago when I was a sad sack of an unemployed bastard and just wallowing in shame, I did go once with my then girlfriend to watch an Arsenal FA Cup final in London. No, in, oh, a, in, in a bar in New oh, York. Oh, in a bar City. in New York. Got it. Um, but remember, I was an unemployed sad sack at that point. The one, two. Well, this was the first one. The one against Hull. This was the first one, and I'm sitting at a bar in this must be what twelve fifteen p.m. Yeah. So I must have right. started at eleven. 40, no, like 10.45 a.m., mm. and there I am with my girlfriend, and we had been together for several years at this point, and um, I, it's, it's you know 12.15 in the morning or 12.15 at lunch. I probably had a bacon, egg, and cheese, and then four beers. Not, I don't, it's not enough time to get particularly wasted no, during gotta the watch, soccer you got to watch the game. you got to watch the game. you got to watch the game. You watch for 45 minutes, you take a quick, uh, quick hit to the head, and then you come back. So basically, you got time for like four beers, right? Yeah, and a punch-up. Um, and then maybe, maybe a shot in the middle. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but we're watching, and um, I don't know. I'm, why am I crying? Yeah. Why am I crying? Yeah. Why am I crying? Why am I crying? I'm like, I'm looking at her. She's like, I'm like, why am I crying? And she's like, is this a big deal? I'm like, okay, so the FA Cup is typically not a big deal. It's not as big of a deal as it used to be back in the day. In the 60s and 50s and 70s, it was the biggest of deals. It's actually one of the oldest organized sports tournaments in the world. I know, but it's not <laughs> a big deal with the changing economic yeah, well, landscape. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But, but, but there it is, and the Arsenal wins an FA Cup, and I am crying and i go what are these salty things coming out of my eyes why are my eyes leaking why I, am i doing I that i can't it. explain it like that was now at this point this is what was that that would have been 2014 yeah 2014 that's against hull yes so at this point arsenal had yeah, that what they were losing they came back they were arsenal Kim carlston the guy who played like three games with a bad back arsenal at this point i'd had been following since 1998 so i had some really big highs the, invinci the Invincibles of 2004. Three, whatever that um, is. 2003, four, yeah. yeah. And then mm, slow and steady decline. Oh, nothing. Nothing. That nothing. was the first one. You had the... Right, that's right. That was the first they one. You had that 2006 final that against Barca. That was the first one something. in a decade. Yeah. 
I, oh yes, it was 2014 because it was one yes. decade. Right, that's since right. Arsenal had done anything, and I had watched as religiously as religiously as I possibly could. It would even with the limited media we had the, at the, hand. But the tribalness, the feeling, you're in it. You're like I, my, my and team. I exactly. hate going to Arsenal bars because I hate other Arsenal supporters. Yeah. They're pretty bad. <laughs> Brian Aston is a dick. <laughs> Brian Aston. Brian Aston wants me to cry. That's yeah, his big thing. Uh, well, Brian, I just uh, acknowledged that I would cry instead. <laughs> but yeah, you get this moment. And everyone, you've got it out there. You know, you're, um, you're a Clippers fan. Wow, what must that have been like back in the day? Yeah. You're a Warriors fan. What the hell? Right. Like, and then the past glories. Oh, man, Pistons. Yeah. Wow. You're Can holding you, on to it. You, you want you, it. You got it. You got it. So everyone, you've got the chance. You could pick a club in the middle of the table. You could pick your Fulhams or your Burnleys or something like that. Not and Burnley. Not Burnley. Don't George pick Burnley. George Boyd played for Burnley. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's got this severe little vendetta. For... They went down that year, but okay. George Boyd can die in a fire. <laughs> um, Look him up. George Boyd. He's got bad hair. Okay. <laughs> okay. Carry on. Whatever. Um, where did we, where, oh, yeah. How to select your club. Just you, do it. Do some research, watch some matches, and pick someone. And just be like, I like their colors. Or you know what? They play in a town I've never been to. Yeah. You know? I've, yeah. Sheffield, and their name is Wednesday? Sheffield Wednesday? God, they're so fun. I know. The fucking owl. Yeah, the owl. Listen, it could be the crest. It could be anything. Yeah. Just find a through line. And do it. touches you. Because we, lo- we luckily live in a golden age of soccer it's because on. you can watch every match on earth on demand whenever you want. All the time. All you the time. might have to pay a little bit or you could just do Reddit streams. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. Um, no, I mean... And you know what? The other key thing is go to games. Go. Fi- There's a local team where you live. Even if you watch your Premier League team, go to a live game. Go to an NYCFC game. Go to a Red Bull game. Go to see the Cholos in Tijuana. And there's also, Go to yeah. LAFC. It's so incredible. It's so fun to see, to be there. You'll feel it. It happens. It's fucking weird. I can't explain it. It makes me feel strange. And inside. what's that second tier of American soccer USL? called? USL? Yes. I go to those. Those are great. They're really good. Those are great. It's really... And also, by the way, when you go to like an NYC... When you go to MLS or a, USS, a USL? Yeah, USL. USL mm-hmm. match... You realize how much better what you're watching on TV is. Not to rag on the MLS or you USL. You know what? I, I disagree on really? that. When you watch it live, it doesn't bother you as much. It's watching MLS on TV is impossible. Oh, okay. Going to the games in MLS is fine. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, awesome. it's a great time. It's Shout great out time. to Mike Brennan and his uh, Hey, and Brennan. His, <laughs> yeah. NYC, NYC. We are NYCFC from uh-huh. the Rocks all the way down to the battery. We are NYCFC. <laughs> And the fucking guys with pigeon heads on. It's oh, incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great... I mean, of course, we're in New York, the best city on earth, but, well, isn't... Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> um, there's just so much... Okay, we just got... We gave you enough ammunition. Let's wrap this up in the next right 15 minutes or so by talking about the crap pundit, the crap football crap pundit. Crap football, crap pundit. I will tell a story very quickly. So I was working with my friend, uh, John Benjamin, on Greenlit Content, a video game content site, and I was getting more into the YouTube influencer thing. By the way, when you're old, you don't know that YouTube has influencers that drive buying things all the time. So you're seeing Pew Pew die and all these you know, makeup pit people. <laughs> Pew Pew die? He's the largest. No, no, no. That's not his name. It's PewDiePie. Whatever. Pew Pew Die. See? I'm old. Uh, <laughs> PewDiePie. Whatever the fuck his name is. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, I, I know who he is. He's a Nazi. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think he's Norwegian. Yeah. Swedish. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway. So, so what I was feeling was, hey, if these 15-year-old people can do something on their own and be on YouTube... How smart could they be? I do everything based on, those people are stupid. I can figure it out. That's literally how I do everything. So those people are stupid. I can figure it out. So I figure it out, and I'm like, well, what do I like to do? I love City, and I watch every game, and I know these 40 people that are in my crap football group that would might want to hear my craziness. Right. So I figure out OBS, which is a 
open source video thing. I use my laptop and I slowly get to a format that makes sense. First, it was only about city and Fred kept complaining that <laughs> I don't want to hear only about city. So then it just became about the Premier League and once a week, last season a lot more, but at least once a week, I cover the Premier League and I do it really poorly <laughs> and it's crap football, <laughs> crap pundit. Uh, it's I have a logo. It's my head in the middle with two pieces of shit on the side. <laughs> Literally, my wife made it for me. It's the city logo adapted. And you can, there's some on YouTube. There's some on our site. I have to upload all of them, but I have one for every week of the season for the last two years. I'm in season two of crap football, crap pundit. And it's much, much better when your friends' teams suck. It's fantastic. So Arsene Wenger being terrible and Arsenal being terrible was the best. And now Mourinho is terrible and he got fired. So now I need a new, I need a new foil for my yeah, shirt right? and Freud. Um, I don't know who should go with again. I haven't really been watching this year, so I no, feel, it's okay. I, feel, I'll, I, I will find like, I will find some Schadenfreude for everyone. I think Arsenal is coming back strong because they're starting to fall apart, and uh, the the world famous Arsenal fan TV with uh, troops, yes, and <laughs> and it's, Robbie. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty good, but it's only good when they lose. So <laughs> there's a there's other channels of every team, and uh, I'm hoping that Arsenal or Man United keep losing in interesting ways, so I can talk about them. Because half of it is is to fuck with people, trash talk, is talking shit, yeah, or crying talk. when your team wins, or crying when your team wins or loses. You could go I, both. You ways. know, half of it, I don't even care when my team wins. I just don't want them to lose. <laughs> it will lose. All right, getting beaten and losing are two different things. No, my team never gets beaten. It they only lose. They lose because they're too good. Okay, so that's yeah, that's bad. So when you lose, it sucks because I've probably beaten the shit out of the team I was playing. Right, and lost. Right, except right. for Liverpool last year where they kicked the shit out of us. Right, um, I hate them and I hope they get cancer. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, I you know most of these episodes go so smoothly, and then I get this guy on, and <laughs> no, it's going great. It's sports. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to say. Well, yeah, I guess I guess I haven't had anyone who's gotten really worked up about sports yet. They've been, yeah, you're right. You know me. Yeah. I say these things. You've got some. You've got some fire in the belly. Some, yeah, you've both go, go. You've go, both got that Gallic fire and that Latin fire. Yeah, and you're, Yaya Torres. You're a whole, you're a whole Iberian Peninsula <laughs> island, Caribbean island firebrand. Talk about Yaya Torres. You did not. God. You you know you did. I talked about Balotelli. No, you said you wore your Yaya jerseys. I know. Yeah, God, what a man. Yeah, what an African war elephant, <laughs> an uh, Ivorian destroyer of people. <laughs> we, uh, Laurent and I, and roughly. 13 to 16 other now decidedly middle-aged men. Sad. Sad middle-aged men. <laughs> really round. Rotund. Except uh, for Brian, which fucking we, doesn't drink. He does cow kettlebell. Oh, no. Um, CrossFit. The yeah, other one. CrossFit. Whatever it is. Yeah. He's lifted shit. Uh, yeah. Ropes. Uh, ropes and tires and... Tires and and wad workout of the day. I don't know. I'm like, where'd the tea go? Stop drinking. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> God damn it. See, I like the drinking part because I'm doing my part for the environment because <laughs> I figure the less I'm alive, the smaller my carbon footprint. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so I I'm like just, it. I'm just yeah. cutting off the, the, the tail end mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm, equation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've, we've, this is a great entry into... Uh, the Premier League is that now there are fantasy games. Uh-huh. There weren't back <laughs> I, in I'm the not day. In on this. this no, is all you. There weren't back in the day, and now you can go to the Barclays Premier League site <laughs> and you can play Premiership Fantasy, where you pick a squad of players and you have an allotted salary for them, and you have substitutions and you have all the metrics. Now there's where Americans get in to the soccer because mm. we've got the metrics. The British never kept statistics like t- time of possession, completed no. passes. It was just like it was 1-0 and there were two red cards. Uh, are you ready for me to blow your nose? I'm, I'm going to get nerdy. Are you ready? Very quickly. Yes. Do you know that possession stats are re- literally the ratio of passes completed against the total? Not, it's not a timer. Oh, well, that makes sense. 
That's crazy. That, no. When I heard that, it blew my mind. No, no, uh, no. I didn't know it before, but of course it makes complete sense. Yeah, that's not a guy with a clock. No, then, then no, then that, that <laughs> that's actually... Yeah, but if you pass the ball back and forth a bunch of times, you'll get more possession. Right, that's the really easy way to do the math. Yes. Yes, um, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I'm that's, cool with that. That blew my mind I didn't, when I heard uh, that the first time. It did not blow my mind right here. I did not know that, but it makes yeah. perfect sense. Um, <laughs> but that is a fantastic way to get into watching the Premier League, mm. you sign up in August for the start of the season, mm. and you, uh, well, it starts a little, it starts a, depends. Mid, mid July, the sign up will go up or the, something like the that. Big, the big entry is really a FIFA video game. That's huge. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, we don't, we're old. Oh, yeah, I don't play those anymore. Right, right. We're, I, we're fantasy people. But I did all the time. In college, when I watched all the time, <laughs> right? I had what? Yeah. I had FIFA ninety nine or whatever on PlayStation One. <laughs> PlayStation Two didn't even exist yet. Oh boy! Um, and uh, but the fantasy is a great way because, as all of you guys know, if, uh, as you sports fans know, especially like you fantasy American football fans know, mm. it's pretty much the Premier League schedule is pretty much analogous to the NFL schedule. It is. A lot of, except for the Premier League, it's a lot of games on Saturday, yeah. a few marquee games on Sunday, mm-hmm. and one game of the week on Monday. Yeah. That's pretty much what the NFL is. Yep. You got a Thursday night game, all the games on Sunday, and one Monday night game. Yep. So you're setting your lineup once a week, just like you're doing it with your fantasy football. Even less, football. actually. You can't even change your roster that much. Yeah. Um, and you're buying and selling players, just like you're doing on your fantasy. And then, just like with your fantasy NFL products, you're like, I have no reason to watch, you know, the Buccaneers versus mm-hmm. the Broncos. Except I got except the guy. I got the guy. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. You know, I have no reason to watch, you know, Villa. No, Villa's not up anymore, are they? Villa's nope. down. Uh, poor Villa. Yeah, poor Villa. I've got no reason to Cardiff. watch Palace versus Cardiff, <laughs> except I got the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah the, I'm I'm not in on Premier League soccer fantasy. I don't know why. I just don't. I can't. It's, it's it pretty. It's pretty easy. It's pretty I know, entertaining. I just, it's and again, weird, it's another entry on to how to get into it because you'll be. Mm. And then there's the other thing. You want this camaraderie and you want to get, uh, form the community. Mm. And you're you know you go to the local pub that's showing three matches and you're wearing the kit of the jersey the kit or jersey of the uh, the club that you just started supporting and someone goes blah 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 blah. You go well. Did you see what blah, 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 blah did yesterday. Mm. He scored three goals and had four assists. What a... F- wow. Could you imagine if someone scored three goals and had four assists? That would Messi be, has probably done that. That would be a seven-something match. So that's That would be insane. hard to do. Yeah. Whatever. A hat trick is possible. A hat trick is possible. Um, but there's another gateway of entry. For into, sure. For sure. Um, anything. Anything yeah. that connects yeah. is, is, is absolutely... A way to get in. So. Basically, what we're saying, like, typically there's not an adversarial tone to these interviews, but usually I don't agree with so profusely and effusively my counterpart as I am right now, as I am with Laurent. Um, you can we, disagree because your team's shit and mine isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we really want you guys to watch with us so we have more people to watch because the more people we watch, guess what happens? When the, clubs, when the clubs go on summer tour for their shakedowns, <laughs> they'll come to your city. And uh-huh. then you can actually watch. I think, I, what do I watch? I watch? I watch Spurs play Red Bull with Henri on Red Bull. Oh, nice. That was pretty exciting. Um, I saw Chelsea play City uh, at the Yankee Stadium. At Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Uh, it was I, shit. I saw... <laughs> I saw the MLS All-Stars play someone. They got demolished. And it was like the MLS All-Stars team, half of which were geriatric Premier League players anyway. exactly. Um, Like Wayne Rooney just came and destroyed the league. Did you see that? What was it? That DC, that, what was that? He also got arrested for drunk fighting. Oh, did he? No. Recently, I guess you can take the boy out of uh, Liverpool, but you can't take Liverpool Mm -hmm. out of the boy. Mm -hmm. Sad bastard. on that note, Laurent, where can we find the Crap Football Pundit? Crap Football Crap Pundit is on... Oh, it's Crap Football Crap Pundit. Sorry. Yes. Uh, crap Football Crap Pundit is on Laurent-Cortines.com. That means I have to actually upload all of them. But there's old ones from last season. They're funny enough. They are They are pretty funny. And they're also pretty short. So Yeah, can, it's like eight minutes. Yeah, you can, you can have some good times. Uh, Laurent, I hope everyone got a chance to sort of... We didn't talk anything really about the game. We talked about the fandom... But the game is nowhere without the fandom. Yeah, and 
to be frank, that's we scratched the surface on seven things, but there are tons and tons of things to to go into. There's like music. There's 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 like derbies in different countries, and that's just a Premier League. Think about it. That's just England. There's amazing things happening in Spain, in Germany, Germany Italy. in Italy, in South America, Greece. where they literally blew up the stadium. <laughs> so, I mean, there's all sorts oh, of... Cri- that happened. I know it does. The Boca thing was I know, insane. I know, they, I know, they I know. They destroyed I know. the bus. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're going off. You know, okay, this is just a perfect example of how often this happens. Yeah, you can go anywhere. Yep, you can go anywhere, and eventually we'll have Laurent back when City is relegated. <laughs> That's not going to happen anytime soon. Mm. We might get bombed by the U.S. government first. <laughs> the UAE will be invaded by Kuwait, oh. and then they'll have to sell the team to buy arms. Oh my god! <laughs> I, hope, I hope everyone has tuned out by this point. Uh, they did. Laurent, say good night to everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.